The world is changing fast, but you can learn it at a slower pace. Special English. You're listening to Special English. Here is the news. China's Hong Kong, Zhuhai, Macau Bridge, the world's longest cross-sea bridge, has opened for group tours on a trial basis. A tour route, commencing at Zhuhai Port to Blue Dolphin Island, one of the bridge's artificial islands, is now open for group tours, lasting about 140 minutes. Tourists from the Chinese mainland with valid ID cards and those from the Hong Kong and Macau special administrative regions who have entered the mainland with valid travel permits are eligible to join the tour during the trial operation. Tourists can enjoy a front seat view of three channel bridges White Dolphin Island and an undersea tunnel section along the route, as well as going on to Blue Dolphin Island. They are requested not to stray from the tour route and backtrack to Zhuhai Port after the tour. The tickets are priced at 188 yuan per person, about 26 US dollars during the trial operation, which allows 1,200 visitors per day. Data from the bridge's border inspection station shows that of December the 6th, the bridge had facilitated around 14 million passenger trips and almost 3 million vehicles had passed through. On November the 26th alone, more than 15,000 vehicles flowed through Zhuhai Port, setting a single-day crossing record since the official opening of the bridge. The Hong kong zhuhai macau Bridge is the first super-giant sea-crossing project jointly constructed by Guangdong, Hong Kong and Macau under the policy of one country two systems. Stretching across 55 kilometres, it showcases an extraordinary achievement in engineering, featuring the world's longest span, the longest steel structure bridge, and the longest submerged tube tunnel. Since the opening in 2018, the bridge has greatly cut the commute time between the three cities and brought tremendous opportunities for economic development in the Greater Bay Area. This is Special English. The main tomb of the Marquis of Hai Hun, which is considered one of the most significant archaeological discoveries in China in recent years, has now opened to the public. The imperial tomb dates back to the Western Han dynasty around 2,000 years ago and is located in Nanchang in East China's Jiangxi province. 
The main tomb measures around eight meters deep, seventeen meters long, and sixteen meters wide, and is linked by a long path. To protect the site, visitors will observe it from above via a newly built passageway. According to the burial practice of the time, which required the dead to be treated as if they were alive, the interior chamber of the tomb was divided into a bedroom on the east side and a living room on the west side, resembling the living environment of the Marquis Liu He when he was alive. That is according to Fan Lijun, deputy curator of the Nanchang Relic Museum of Haihunho State of the Han Dynasty. Visitors can have a look at the layout of the tomb and replicas of some unearthed items, including Liu's coffin and a dressing mirror painted with a portrait of Confucius. In addition, Naked Eye 3D technology is applied to demonstrate different sections of the tomb, as well as its collection of relics. Excavation of the tomb began in 2011, and more than 10,000 relics have been unearthed. Among them are almost 480 items of goldware, and the earliest sample of processed herbal medicine found in China. Marquis Liu was the grandson of Emperor Wu, whose reign ushered in one of the most prosperous periods in China's history. Liu was given the title Hai Hun Ho after he was deposed as emperor following only 27 days in the role. You're listening to Special English. Six shirts worn by Lionel Messi during Argentina's triumphant run at the 2022 World Cup have been sold for 7.8 million US dollars. Auction house Sotheby's said that the price for the set of shirts shattered the previous record for the sale of an item associated with the player, making it the most valuable sporting memorabilia auctioned this year. The collection included the shirt Messi wore during the first half of the final against France in Qatar. Sotheby's head of modern collectibles, Bram Vakta, said that these historic shirts are not only a tangible reminder of one of the most important moments in the history of sport, but are principally connected to the pinnacle moment in the career of the most decorated football player in history. The record for a game-worn item of sports memorabilia remains Michael Jordan's 1998 NBA Finals jersey. It fetched 10.1 million US dollars in 2022. 
This is special English. In efforts to stabilize the real estate market, Beijing and Shanghai, China's two megacities, have announced policies to ease home ownership. These measures include reduced down payment requirements and lower mortgage interest rates, which aims to support first-time buyers and improve housing affordability. In mid-December, the Beijing Municipal Commission for Housing and Urban Rural Development, in collaboration with four other departments, announced that, starting on January the first, twenty twenty-four, the down payment ratio for a first home in Beijing will be reduced to thirty percent, and the minimum for a second home. Will be forty percent. This is part of a broader policy shift that includes redefining general housing, leading to a lowering of value-added tax for home buyers. These changes are expected to increase the proportion of general housing in Beijing to about seventy percent, enabling more families to benefit. From value-added tax incentives on property transfers, Shanghai also announced policy adjustments, including reducing the down payment requirement for second home purchases to fifty percent, and further to forty percent in six specific districts and the Linggang Special Area. City authorities also reduced mortgage interest rates, effective from December the fifteenth. Yan Yuejin, a research director at the E House China R and D Institute in Shanghai, said that the new measures, aimed at addressing both essential and improved housing needs, are expected to receive positive market feedback. Yan noted that the new policies are in line with market expectations, which are likely to boost market confidence and contribute to stabilizing market expectations. Several cities across the country have announced a slew of policy changes this year, aimed at loosening home buying restrictions. In September, multiple local governments adopted a policy of recognizing homes, not recognizing loans. This meant that even those with previous mortgages would now qualify as first-time home buyers, allowing more individuals to benefit from discounts on first home purchases. You're listening to Special English. Sideline Story brings you all things sports-related: the hottest topics, latest events, juiciest stories, all with a very personal take. Subscribe to Sideline Story podcast for heated sports discussions covering events that are happening in China and around the world. We all enter this world with a universal greeting. 
We have hope for humanity and the world. General Railway Company Deutsche Director of the International Monetary Foundation. Hear the difference with CGTN Radio. Join our global network to connect with the world. CGTN Radio. Hear the difference. You're listening to Special English. A new air freight route linking southwest China's Chongqing municipality and London has commenced. The route, which travels between Chongqing Jiangbei International Airport and London Stansted Airport, marks the first direct air cargo route linking Chongqing and the United Kingdom. Operated by Titan Airways, headquartered at London Stansted Airport, the route is arranged three times a week on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. The cargo capacity of the aircraft is 62 tons, which mainly transports cross-border e-commerce goods. Currently, Chongqing Jiangbei International Airport. Has twelve air freight routes which travel to international or regional destinations, and operates a total of thirty-one flights a week. This is special English. Chinese researchers have proposed an on-wall rotating strategy for magnetic mini robots. To move upstream in blood vessels, that is according to a study published in the journal IEEE Explore. Cardiovascular disease is one of the leading causes of death worldwide, and approximately eighty percent of cardiovascular deaths are caused by heart attack and stroke. Despite many types of mini robots. That have been developed for mini invasive cardiovascular treatment, swimming against the fast blood flow remains a massive challenge due to the lack of the ability to stay still and the large fluidic resistance from blood. To address these problems, researchers have proposed a design scheme of streamlined mini robots. And an on-wall rotating strategy that is easier for clinical application. The combined design of elliptical arc and parabola reduces the fluid resistance of the robots by approximately 58 percent compared to conventional robots. The on-wall motion pattern. Allows the robots to advance along the wall of the blood vessel where the fluid resistance is lower, further reducing the resistance by about 30 percent compared to the classic approach of moving in the center of the blood vessel. To explore the clinical potential of the new strategy, the researchers tested the robot's moving ability. 
in animals' blood vessels. They found it pass through the vessels in 26 seconds, verifying the robot's ability to move against the blood flow. The study was conducted by researchers from the Shenzhou Institute of Advanced Technology under the Chinese Academy of Sciences and the Hong Kong University of Science and Technology. You're listening to Special English. The renowned Yu Yuan Garden Lantern Show has made its debut in Paris, kick-starting the 2024 China-France Year of Culture and Tourism. Yu Yuan is a well-known traditional Chinese-style garden in Shanghai. At the opening ceremony in Paris in mid-December, Liu Shayer, the Chinese ambassador to France, said that the displays showcase the exquisite elements of traditional Chinese culture, which is an overture to a series of cultural exchange activities between China and France in the coming year. Around 60 lantern sets and more than 2,000 lanterns shipped from China illuminated the Jardin d'Acclimatation in the French capital. Lou said that the two countries will also celebrate the 60th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic relations in 2024, adding that both countries will take these celebrations as a chance to inject greater vitality into cultural exchanges and yield more substantial results. With China introducing a visa-free policy for six countries, including France, and a cut in visa fees for many others, Liu extended an open invitation to all, encouraging people to visit China to explore its wonders and deepen their understanding of the country. Representatives from government institutions and enterprises from both China and France, including former French Foreign Minister Hubert Vedrine, attended the opening ceremony. The year 2024 marks the year of the dragon in Chinese zodiac culture, so dragon elements feature prominently in the show which will continue until February the 25th. Inspired by the iconic book Shanghai Jing, or The Classic of Mountains and Seas, visitors can enjoy many interesting, legendary creatures portrayed in the book at the Lantern Show. Meanwhile, more than 350 cultural events and performances will be held during the show, including folk music, various forms of opera, martial arts, and other Chinese cultural performances. You're listening to Special English. That is the end of this edition of Special English. To recap, I'm going to read two of the news items again at normal speed. Please listen carefully. 
China's Hong Kong-Zhuhai-Macau Bridge, the world's longest cross-sea bridge, has opened for tour groups on a trial basis. A tour route commencing at Zhuhai Port to Blue Dolphin Island, one of the bridge's artificial islands, is now open for group tours lasting about 140 minutes. Tourists from the Chinese mainland with valid ID cards and those from the Hong Kong and Macau Special Administrative Regions who have entered the mainland with valid travel permits are eligible to join the tour during the trial operation. Tourists can enjoy a front seat view of three channel bridges, White Dolphin Island, and an undersea tunnel section along the route, as well as going on to Blue Dolphin Island. They are requested not to stray from the tour route and backtrack to Zhuhai Port after the tour. The tickets are priced at 188 yuan per person, about 26 US dollars, during the trial operation, which allows 1,200 visitors per day. Data from the bridge's border inspection station showed that as of December the 6th, the bridge had facilitated around 14 million passenger trips and almost 3 million vehicles had passed through. On November the 26th alone, more than 15,000 vehicles flowed through Zhuhai Port, setting a single-day crossing record since the official opening of the bridge. The Hong Kong-Zhuhai-Macau Bridge is the first supergiant sea-crossing project jointly constructed by Guangdong, Hong Kong and Macau under the policy of one country, two systems. Stretching across 55 kilometres, it showcases an extraordinary achievement in engineering, featuring the world's longest span, the longest steel structure bridge and the longest submerged tube tunnel. Since the opening in 2018, the bridge has greatly cut the commute times between the three cities and brought tremendous opportunities for economic development in the Greater Bay Area. This is Special English. The renowned Yuyuan Garden Lantern Show has made its debut in Paris, kick-starting the 2024 China-France Year of Culture and Tourism. Yuyuan is a well-known traditional Chinese-style garden in Shanghai. At the opening ceremony in Paris in mid-December, Liu Xiaoye, the Chinese ambassador to France, said that the displays showcased the exquisite elements of traditional Chinese culture, which is an overture to a series of cultural exchange activities between China and France in the coming year. Around 60 lantern sets and more than 2,000 lanterns shipped from China illuminated the Jardin d'Acclimatation in the French capital. Lou said that the two countries will also celebrate the 60th anniversary of the establishment of diplomatic relations in 2024, adding that both countries will take these celebrations as a chance to inject greater vitality into cultural exchanges and yield more substantial results. With China introducing a visa-free policy for six countries, including France, and a cut in visa fees for many others, Liu extended an open invitation to all, encouraging people to visit China to explore its wonders and deepen their understanding of the country. Representatives from government institutions and enterprises from both China and France, including former French Foreign Minister Hubert Vedrine, attended the opening ceremony. The year 2024 marks the year of the dragon in Chinese zodiac culture, so dragon elements are featured prominently in the show, which will continue until February the 25th. Inspired by the iconic book Shanghai Jing, or the classic of mountains and seas, 
visitors can enjoy many interesting legendary creatures portrayed in the book at The Lantern Show. Meanwhile, more than 350 cultural events and performances will be held during the show, including folk music, various forms of opera, martial arts and other Chinese cultural performances. That is the end of today's programme. I hope you'll join us every day to learn English at a slower pace. <laughs>